Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Joseph Tonier from iValua join us. Joseph, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Sure. So thank you very much, Shauna, for the opportunity. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to join this session with you today. Um, so my name is Joseph. I am a director of sales enablement for the EMEA region. I just joined a company called Ibalua in France, region of Paris. And I have a background in sales, channel sales, partner relationship management, business development, and also sales enablement. I had the opportunity to work with various companies in France, Ireland, and also Cameroon in Africa. And across different industries, various fields, going from retail, SaaS, cloud computing, recruitment, and now procurement. Well, excited to have you join our podcast, Joseph. One of your areas of expertise is enabling channel sales teams. I'd love to talk about that a little bit. What are some of the unique challenges that can arise when you're delivering enablement programs to sales reps who may be from external organizations? Yes, I think it's a very interesting question because uh, you might face many challenges by working with challenge partners. And first, I think one of the first reasons why you, you might have challenges working with challenge sales teams is the fact that you are not part of the same organization. So if you if you represent a vendor and you have to work with sales teams from various partners, you're not part of the same organization. So you need to talk to them. You need to create trust, collaboration, and relationship with them. But you're not part of the same organization, but at the same time, you need to be part of the same team because you will have common objectives, common goals to reach, uh, same challenges and issues to address together. So I think the main, the main challenge here is to make sure that you can build collaboration, relationship with the, the partners make them feel that you're part of the same team. But at the same time, you need to be aware of what is their approach of the market. What is their, I mean, the habits, how they address the market, the customers that they have, what are their priorities. So all these challenges need to be addressed at an early stage. So um, I think this is not a situation where it should be partner versus vendor, but at the same time, you need to understand you need to understand the mindset and the organization you're going to work with. So one of the, maybe I would say a recommendation here would be to first understand the organization by talking with the external stakeholders. So the main stakeholders that represent these partner sales teams. So you might have to work with alliance managers, partner managers. These are, these are people who I would say who builds and maintain the relationship with the vendor that you are, that you represent. Um, so the first step here is to, to gain their confidence, their trust, make sure that they understand what is the outcome of the program that you want to implement. Uh, so this is the introduction. You need to make sure that you align with on the same objectives. Um, for example, in the cloud space, I had to work with a partner, but this partner already were already used to work with different uh, cloud uh, providers. So I had to understand, we had to create together a joint business plan 
because I was in charge of business development and sales enablement at the same time. So I was like a channel manager. The objective of the joint business plan is to create some KPIs, objectives, common goals, and, and then they can understand the value, why they should resell your solution. Because if it's beneficial for us, it's going to be beneficial for, uh, to everyone. Then after getting the approval from external stakeholders, the main point of contact, you also need, I think what is very important here is to gain attention and interest from salespeople. So the sales reps directly. Because this, because all the people who will face the customers, one of the challenge here, uh, the challenges here is the fact that they don't have much time to spare in general. I mean, salespeople are very, very busy. They might have conflicting meetings. Sometimes you might face challenges in scheduling some meetings with them because they are not available. Sometimes they might also be more reticent because maybe they, they used to work with another vendor. They already have close relationship with them. They are used to sell a specific solution and they might not understand your product, which comes out as a new, uh, new product or new service. They might find the, the product or the solution complex, which can be another challenge. It's not just about some challenges, but these are uh, a few examples that I can mention. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you went through a lot of the ways in which you overcome those challenges. But how have you overcome specifically the challenge to reduce the complexity of channel enablement? Uh, so I think uh, the key here is to be able to get to know each other first. Because if you if you don't know each other, if you don't know the people you're going to work with, it's going to be very, very difficult, obviously, to, to be able to create a joint business plan and all the key actions or the sales enablement programs that you want to implement. So create proximity with partner sales teams. You can use the main stakeholders, so the managers of this sales team. You can, uh, because first they can open the doors and introduce you to the team, which be which can be very efficient, more effective, since they already know their teams, they can help you identify who are the champions, like the sponsor in the in these teams? They might have one or, or two sales reps that have influence, I would say, on the rest of the team, and they can easily spread the message within the organization. So you can use, you know, these champions um, in order to spread your message within the team and make it, make it easier to come with uh, a new sales enablement programs. Uh, and make it easier to start and initiate interactions with the whole team. Um, proximity, there are many examples. You can also organize, and this is something I've done in the past, we used to organize events, so on-site events at the office. It's a good idea when you want to create proximity because they can visit the office, they can have a drink with you, lunch. It's like informal introduction uh, meeting where you can, you can get to know each other and then they can, you can gain trust and confidence from these uh, sales reps. And like we say before, uh, I think in order to overcome these challenges, you need to make sure that partners understand the value of joint collaboration. So like I mentioned uh, earlier, for me, sales enablement, from my experience, sales enablement is just, it's not just about content management or maybe uh, training or coaching. It's also, I've worked with sales reps and business developers 
and they have an objective at the end of the month or the end of the quarter or the year, they need to reach a specific goal, close a certain number of deals, opportunities, and they need to understand what is the value of your problems. Is it valuable? Is it beneficial to them? Is it going to help them close uh, opportunities, generate more revenue, and maybe more uh, yeah, sales? So I think it's very important to make sure that everyone understands, everyone within the partner organization understands the value of this joint collaboration and anticipate the blockers. Uh, and once you have created a plan together, you understand the, the partner goals, you have your own goals, you are aligned together on these goals, you can then add the sales enablement programs or initiative that you want to lead because you can present this as a tool or a lever that will help them reach these goals. And finally, I would say what I've done in the past, I've also uh, scheduled some cadence, so weekly sales uh, meetings, monthly operational meetings. And these meetings are very important because this is where you can propose new initiatives. So for example, if you have a meeting on the first week of the month and you see that there is a need for salespeople to better understand the product, or maybe there is a need for them to better understand how to use uh, a reseller console, for example, you can then introduce or propose new ideas, initiatives to these partner alliance managers, and they will help you implement the session, the, the program. And then for the implementation of the programs, whether it is about, you know, say speech, how to manage a say cycle, how to manage an opportunity, I think for every program that you, we, we've tried to implement in the past, I would always uh, prepare a session in advance. So preparations meeting where we can discuss together. So I have the, the alliance managers, I have some regional sales managers, and we can discuss together what would be the best topics for their sales reps. What would be the, the priority? They can give insight, they can give ideas, they can propose some initiative and getting validation and getting recommendation from the partner organization is valuable because once you start implementing your sales enablement program, you do it just not because you want to do it, but because you get, you got some advices, recommendations and insights from the partner in the first place. Absolutely. Now, in addition to your background enabling channel sales teams, you also have experience as a channel manager and business development manager for channel sales, as you had mentioned earlier. And through that experience, what have been some of your key learnings about how to build effective partnerships with channel sales teams? And how has that helped you shape your approach to channel enablement? Thanks for, for this question, Shona, because um, sometimes when we, we think about partnership, we think that I mean, the, the approach can be the same with different partners. And what I want to say here is, um, as a cha channel sales manager, I had to work with different partners in different regions. They have, every partner has its own way to address topics, challenges. Some of them like your brand. Some of them just start in working with you. So. And some have long experience working with maybe your solution, your organization, or maybe with competitors. So this is something that you need to be aware of 
before implementing any types of programs, initiatives. And we just, we're just talking here about the background. So being aware of the background, the history, the context, I would say, because this is something that's going to help you address the situation and be, make sure that you're going to be relevant to these partners. So I would say a little bit of information. So, I mean, when starting as a challenge sales manager, I used to ask questions to my director, to my manager, um, in order to understand what has been done in the past with these partners. And then during the first introduction call with the different partner leaders, I would always try to understand so what has been done in the past, what was relevant to them, what could be done uh, better in the future, and what is the benefits of the competitors, what is, uh, what is the reason why the sales rep prefer another vendor, for example, what are the blockers, what can be done, what can be improved. And so this is partner knowledge. Once you have this partner knowledge, knowledge of the, the, the context and the history, you can start working with them much easier. Um, I would say one of the first steps would be at this stage, make sure to understand what are the sources of motivation. So the, the motivation factors and the success factors. Um, and what I want to say here is for sales reps, what counts the most for them? Um, some sales reps are motivated by money. Some of them are motivated by learning more about the product, not, uh, getting more knowledge. Some of them like recognition. So this is something if you're aware of the success factors, motivation factors, becomes much easier than to work with uh, people. And everything should be linked to the performance and motivation factors. For me, this is something that I've done in the past that was really helpful for me. But of course, there are plenty, uh, many more examples, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to dig into maybe some of the best practices for for driving adoption of your enablement programs amongst channel sales teams. How do you how do you gain mind share from channel sales reps, especially if they have other competing priorities, as you mentioned earlier? Yes. So um, I think one of the key topics, the key points here, is I think it's crucial for every sales enablement professional to be available so when i say available is after what happens after the sales for example a training session what happens next uh, for example we've done we've organized uh, sales training sessions with 60 plus sales people in my previous company after the sales training session what i try to do is to to see what is the progress so is there anything that we can measure in terms of metrics? And it's not always easy, but being able to, to measure the impact of a sales training or maybe a sales program, it's not just about training, but being able to measure the impact is key because you can see how it has been implemented and how what is the impact to the, the partner organization. So therefore, there are different factors here, different metrics, it can be certifications, uh, opportunities it's not always easy to, to measure but and another thing here is when I, I i mentioned availability i was talking about the fact that sales reps might have some questions about uh, after the sales training session they might prefer to work with a specific vendor just because the the sales environment or the sales coach 
from this organization is more available. So being able to, so this is something very simple, but very important for a sales rep to have someone that you can talk to, someone you can contact in case of need. Uh, if you have a question about, if you say so, if you have a question about the product, is looking for say speech for a specific type of customer, looking for advices, recommendation, being available for these sales teams is crucial because they need, they will have, they will have confidence, they will trust you, uh, and this is something that uh, that really counts, I would say, and this is where you can make a difference as opposed to the competitors, um, and just about so about the responses and the elements that you provide to the sales reps. I think that being accurate, make sure to provide the right information at the right time is very important, even if it takes time, but make sure that to provide the right information. And to your question regarding mindshare with Chanel sales rep, I would say that, so what I mentioned in the past regarding introduction call, gain confidence, create proximity, this is something that has to be maintained during the whole cycle, during the whole year, every time. Uh, this is not something that has to be done in the, in the, at the early stage only, but uh, anytime. So an example here is to schedule one-to-one -one conversations, maybe monthly meetings with the sales reps, uh, you know, like very, can, can be formal or informal conversation about how it goes. Uh, what all the, the challenges faced by the sales reps, how we can help, what has been done since the last training session. Make sure to have this monthly conversation where you can measure the impact and at the same time gain more insights from the sales reps and be able to help whatever there is a need. That's fantastic. Now, how can enablement, though, kind of motivate and incentivize channel sales teams to improve performance specifically? Yes. So like we say together, I think that in sales enablement, there is a little bit of psychology in sales enablement, I would say. So being able to understand what motivates salespeople is key, uh, understand their personality. And like I said before, I think that enablement is not just about the, the content. Uh, it's not just about training or coaching. But since you're facing, you're working with salespeople, you need to understand what is the outcome uh, of the, the enablement problems. And what is the motivation for you know, the, the, the partner organization, but also the sales, the direct sales teams. So like I said before, many motivation factors uh, but once you get a better idea of what is important for salespeople, it becomes much easier so you know some people like sometimes activities like kickoff you know some recognition some people like to be recognized for their efforts some sales reps like to get a better knowledge or expertise uh, i remember in the past for example during a sales training session, we, I used to mention the value of the certifications for sales reps. So, uh, and we were going through the session and at the end of the training session, you can get a new certification and this certification can be valuable because you can receive more leads opportunities from the vendor because the vendor will recognize your expertise or specialization in a specific area. And at the same time, you can get more credibility 
in the market because customer will see that you have such you are certified in a specific field. So this this is maybe the type of program I would say that can motivate channel sales teams. But there are many other examples, challenges, incentives, everything. Once um, enablement program has been implemented, I think it's important to link enablement to the performance and to the motivation factors in order to, to drive initiative and to inject the dynamic. Another source of what can, um, so regarding the question, how can enablement motivate sales reps? I would say that as sales enablement professionals, if we are able to make it easy for them to sell the solution, they will get more comfortable in selling the solution, especially in the SaaS space, cloud computing, where solutions can be complex sometimes. I mean, if the process is difficult to understand, is if the product, the, the product or the solution are complex, it will be very challenging and difficult for, for us to implement programs since everything seems to be complicated. So make it easier for salespeople to understand they can do it easily. I think that this is very important. And it can be a source of motivation because you, you will get more motivation as a sales rep to resell a solution that you understand. If not, in some cases, sales rep don't sell, they prefer to work with a specific vendor because they find the other, the, the competitors more complex uh, to understand. No, that's fantastic. Now, in a in a quickly changing sales environment, can you share some ways that you're able to stay on top of changes impacting your channel partners to ensure that enablement programs you're delivering remain relevant? Yes. So, um, like you say, I think the sales environment is changing constantly and very uh, quickly. So it's also important to to get updated on the market trends, understand the customer behaviors, understand what what is relevant to customers. Because in order to understand what is relevant to partners, you need to understand what's relevant to customers. Because everything is driven by the customer. You you can see messages, you know, values, and uh, messages from, from companies who say we are a customer-centric company, we have a customer-centric approach. So everyone is driven by the customer customer needs. And I think it's the same same thing in uh, any, any company, any industry. So being able to understand the market trends, I mean, you can work with the marketing, you can also review success stories. So, you know, when I was working in the cloud, cloud space, we used to have customer success stories for so wins, so opportunities that have been won in the past um, in different regions of the world. So it was very helpful for me because I was able to understand how the opportunity has been won in the past and what can be, you know, important for the partner to know. And additionally, it helped me understand what is important for the customers. So, and every month, every week, you have new customer success stories. You have case studies, so you have different scenarios, and you can understand how the technology is evolving, how the sales environment is changing, because you have examples of customer objections, how the sales rep was able to handle these objections. 
which argument or maybe which resources this customer was uh, this sales rep was able to to use which tool you know strengths of the solutions um once you get this knowledge it becomes much easier to understand what's happening in the market and talk to partner organization and say okay so this is what you can do this is what is what could be um, uh, beneficial to you because it has been done in the past it worked and it helped us generate more revenue and when I say success stories, I'm talking about vendor success stories. And so it can be success stories or opportunities that have been closed by the vendor or between vendor and other partners, because you can have public success stories. And, you know, using this is very helpful to understand how the, the, the sales environment is changing. And then I would say, you know, attend uh, events, conferences. Like, you know, say, uh, conferences like uh, the one that you're um, hosting, organizing is very relevant because you can hear from other professionals and understand what is, how the market is changing and you can get insights and it gets uh, much easier then to, to implement new ideas. And also, in addition to success stories or market trends, you can also use the, 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 the internal tools such as CRM where you can see opportunities that are closed every week. And by talking with internal regional sales managers, for example, it can give you a good idea on how the environment is changing because they can give you insight. And then you can use these insight ideas to talk to your partners in order to work together and uh, adapt to these, uh, this uh, changing environment. I've loved this conversation. Thank you so much. Thanks, Shana. It was great speaking with you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.